Hello internet world, Anchor fam, you are tuned into That Millennial Life here on Anchor with me, Andy Burgess, and today I'm excited to bring you another guest segment um, from good friend and director and choreographer in New York City, Mr. Brandon Powers. Um, Brandon is a good friend of mine that I met back when I was living in New York. He combines his dance with everything that's going on on the internet and social media and internet life in general he will explain it better but i just recorded a talk with him and we were discussing he was at vidcon last week in anaheim and i really wanted to understand what it was like to actually be there so he's going to fill us in on that and then we're going to talk a bit about um how youtube is becoming like potentially reality tv show so enjoy this Hello. Hello. Hey, how Hello are you doing? There. I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad, man. Not bad. Thank you for uh, jumping on this call on Anchor. Um, I've, Absolutely. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying these interview, um, the whole cooling thing on here. It's really fun. Yeah, it's great. And that's fun for someone from Orlando to call me and say, hey, <laughs> your call's going to be published. Here you go. <laughs> it's, it's not a real person, is it? No, it's an automation. Yeah. And, and she goes like, you're about to be on anchor. If you don't want to be recorded, hang up. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you accepted. Um, so, yes. everyone listening, uh, if you, I'll just if you just give a quick background about yourself, who you are, um, and then we can jump into talking about VidCon. Absolutely. Um, so, my name is Brandon Powers. Uh, I'm a director and a choreographer in New York City. And I create work at the intersection of uh, dance, theater, and technology. And I love to make kind of seamless, visceral experiences, so things with immersive theater, immersive dance, um, really kind of blurring boundaries of work, often creating work about the Internet or involving technology, both formally and thematically. And, yeah, so I also love to make work on my Instagram and dance videos there. And I have a YouTube channel where I take people into my process. And that's kind of the things I'm up to these days. Awesome. I love it. And I have to say, your um, the Instagram video you had at VidCon is amazing. Thank you. Yes, I met a friend through the internet. Uh, he, he DM'd me and he said, hey, you want to meet at VidCon? We said yes, and we became good friends, and we made this video together there. Um, and he did an amazing job with the edit. So thank you. It's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. And I always like to tell people how we met and stuff um, but when I have people on because I always talk about um, like how easy it is to sort of find other creators or people in the same industry as you. And it's actually – I messaged you on Twitter when I first moved to New York, right? And I think you were one of the first people I met up with, but it was because of your – I saw your um, – the first thing I saw of you was the spectacles dance you did. Um, right. And I was like, it's so cool just blending dance and, like, tech and social. And it was really awesome. And, yeah, so we met up then, didn't we? And then we had coffee, and then we went – I seem to remember we went around Union Square vlogging for the morning. Yes, 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 yes. And then um, – um, Yeah, we did, a, like, a good walk in a circle for a while, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now I know how. Now I know Union Square. We totally just did a big like three sixty. But then we also did. Yeah. Um, we, me and Brandon, made a really cool um, 
Spectacles Dance. So we, we both had Snapchat Spectacles and Brandon danced to The Shape of Me by Ed Sheeran. And we recorded it on Spectacles, and but we did it over both our accounts um, and different perspectives. Um, and that was super fun. Yeah, no, I loved that. I think that was uh, really great. It was very cold um, <laughs> when we filmed that. Don't forget that. And it was we, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very yeah. cold. And we, our, my spectacles died and our phones were dying because of the yeah. uh, weather. But, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of that. I think that was a lot of fun. And I'm glad we have the vi- version that you put together of us both, to, um, both perspectives that people could check out somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. I think it's on my Twitter somewhere. I mean, if you scroll in yeah. the section enough, you'll be able to find it. But yeah, it was so cold. We were out on the pier, and it was like minus three, and my phone. Yeah, our phones just couldn't handle it. So it was crazy. Um, so today, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you guys. You just got back from VidCon last weekend, um, in Anaheim. Yes. It looked rather crazy. So I just wanted to um get you to give the listeners here a rundown of what it was like, what the event is. Um, yeah, so just if, for, if people don't know, VidCon, it's like a a place where everyone on the, who makes stuff on the internet comes together and fans can also come and meet their YouTube idols, I guess. And also there's a ton of, like, it's really great for creators as well because there's talks as well and there's, like, industry and people in the industry as well so it's not all just um just for like wanting to meet your favorite like youtuber right exactly and i think something that is good to know about vidcon is that it is has these different tracks as you were talking about so there's the community track which is just like Mm -hmm. for general public the creator track which is for creators and then an industry track which is for um, people in business and that were on companies that need to like learn about what the heck these kids are doing with the internet, you know, and yeah. that creates a really cool experience, but also a very um, multi-layered and pretty wild diverse group of people because there's like tweens, like 10 to 12 year olds on community passes in the same building as like 15 to like whatever age that are creators and then then like 30 something 40 something 50 somethings on the top floor that work at like mcdonald's you know so yeah. there's a really interesting mix of people there um but it's a lot of fun and it is a overwhelming experience i guess a good way to kind of dive into it um <laughs> and because there's just so much going on there's a massive massive convention center in anaheim that they fill with booths from different companies. And so for Musical.ly, there's this epic stage and there's just like constantly people singing on all day. And then there's a place for Instagram where you could like take really cool pictures. And there's like literally an American Ninja Warrior wall that you could like do an obstacle course on. And then there's um, like people screaming about the new app Live Me, which I didn't even know existed, but apparently is like the biggest live streaming app in the world right now. Oh, isn't that and like so, of Musically, right? I feel well, like so no, fun. no. So Musically has Lively, and oh. then this other company is totally new, and they're called Live Me, not Lively. Oh, <laughs> and okay, cool. Yeah, I'm with you. Yes, very confusing. And they are kind of positioning themselves 
to be the new leader in live because so many young people are getting on it and they're actually getting a lot of YouTubers on it. Like I was surprised David Dobrik was at their booth and was like starting to use it. And so wow. once they get those, that was, and those are the people that aren't really doing live. So if they can steal those creators, they're really oh, yeah, set. Totally. But this, this app is crazy. We could do a whole nother talk about this app because I didn't know it existed and I started playing with it. It's the most over stimulated like chaos on your phone screen you've ever seen. Oh, um, but I think that's why people like it. The kids like the crazy yeah. stimulus. That's what I've learned. That's what I learned from VidCon is that they, they like they having things everywhere. <laughs> they, yeah, they do. I mean, I was at the uh, VidCon Europe and from the musically stage, I could see how crazy that was. Um, but Anaheim seems to be on like another level. Um, so you mentioned the passes. Which pass did you go in with? So I had a creator pass. Yeah, cool. So that's one. So you had access to like um, certain talks and stuff and specific like events you can go to and like after party stuff too and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So I could um, attend workshops, these panels, and there's there were a ton of them in there. So there's multiple things happening at a time all day from 9 to 5 p.m. And yeah, cool. so you can't really go to everything and you naturally feel like you're missing out of certain things. And they range from like, how do I get better at analytics to like mm -hmm. live streaming? Should I be doing it to like my YouTube life versus my real life? How much is too much information for my audience? So it really kind of is a very broad spectrum of types of uh, talks. And yeah. those are exclusive to people that bought this level of pass. So you actually get a nice separation from all the screaming kids. Um, yeah, that's that why downstairs. I about having that pass is like you can. It's like you go into these talks and it's just creators talking to other creators or industry experts, and you can like get a lot of value out of what is going on there. Did you? Um, yeah. Did you attend any, or which ones did you enjoy? Yes, I attended um, a bunch of them. I ultimately actually felt, well, if I don't have any regrets, you can't have regrets, but I was so overwhelmed by the experience that I kind of let it all wash over me and was like just trying to enjoy it and pick up on, because if you don't go to a single panel as a creator, like you're still going to have so much to do on the show floor and but just by meeting people, because like all the time you want to spend is just walking around and saying hello to people and giving them your card and like looking at each other's work. And yeah. so... When I did, though, go to these panels, I really did enjoy um, one that was actually about um, journalists and politics, which is very different from all the other ones that are going on. Um, and Lauren Duca from uh, Team Vogue, uh, who's kind of become a little bit of a journalistic celebrity here in America, was there. And she was talking about how the internet and Twitter has influenced politics. And I found that really interesting. And I appreciated that these kind of important journalists were actually taking time to attend this event. Uh, and they weren't like poo-pooing the internet in a way that I think a lot of older folks or industry do. So I enjoyed that one. Um, I also enjoyed um, hearing there was a live stream panel that I found interesting. It was just people talking about each of the different apps that they're on and like why this person's on Twitch and how they monetize and this person that's on um, live me and like what's her life is like. She's gotten a million followers in like four months or something on live me. What? 
Um, and so she was interesting to hear talk because everyone kept having these like long, intense answers of like, yeah, this has been my six year journey and this is what I know. And she's like, I don't know. Like I just do this and I just turn it on and I now have a million followers. And you're like, okay. Um, crazy. Yeah. But there's people. Um, so I was watching, so was it, um, sorry, slightly going off topic, but Logan Paul yeah. attended, right? And like there was chaos around him with, um, with these tweens and stuff. But um, I was looking into what him and his brother are doing, and it's yes. not really, like, the content I would consume, but they're smart behind it, what they're doing, and it looks like he's building, like, he's got all these influencers and stuff, all his friends, and they're building them into, like, these internet celebrities, right? Like, he now, like, I think he's... Yes, he, he he's, bu- he's building a... Yeah, he's building a media empire, honestly. Yeah, um, exactly. Like it's, it's fascinating, yeah. And this um, is something I think is really, uh, really interesting. And it's kind of what I'm so, why I love to be so engaged with this, like, as a culture. And, like, part of the reason I went to VidCon was not just, like, as myself as a creator, but just as much, like, to observe and to understand um, for my own, like, knowledge and because I make a lot of work about this as I was saying before and so like he is basically creating a reality tv show about his life and they've created a feud with him and his brother and they created these two rival diss tracks that they put on YouTube which gained like millions of views within half of days yeah um and he's gained like millions of subscribers or something like in two months and it's explodingly viral, like the most Mm. viral we've kind of ever seen people in this kind of modern era of YouTube, even beyond what we thought Casey Neistat was doing. And they're all interconnected, which is what you're saying, right? And that's what's so new, um, that they're all building off each other. Because it's totally, um, you can tell it's staged and they put this rival in, but it's interesting because it is like a reality TV show. Like, I think I saw one where he's just got married but whether it's real or not is the thing. But what I was um, curious about is that his wife, he married, she gained something like a million subscribers in like a week or something, right? So, and she's now starting, so she is starting out vlogging, but she's never vlogged before. She now has a million subscribers. And it's like, this is crazy. But now, like, brands will want to work with her because of her reach, and he will probably make a commission off of that. So he's, it's like a business. Oh, 100%. And he's really leaning into the business side and he's understanding how to exploit the system of YouTube, which is creating viral fame and then like following that up with collaboration and expanding the network um, so that everyone's constantly feeding to each other and creating a drama. You know, it's really just a scripted drama that that he's now one of the characters in and he can do whatever he wants and you can add new people to make it interesting. And the, clearly it's working that viewers will just follow to a new character um, from yep. their perspective, um, yep. which for me, like theatrically is amazing. And like, it's, he's creating like just these worlds, these like immersive worlds that we're all watching. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. It'll be interesting how you'll be able to um, incorporate that into your future show stuff, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I I really want to make a fake 
version of like what they're doing. Um, yeah. Both almost as a almost extended performance art thing. Cause like no one would know that it's real or not if it was on YouTube. Right. Um, and just like really creating a drama and kind of seeing what that's like um, or playing just with the idea of people having different perspectives on their phone by giving different characters live stream access to different groups of audience members things like that cool opportunity yeah it's it, it's insane there is it's interesting to see what's going to happen as well um but dude quickly before i let you go um you as you mentioned you are living in new york you are living this internet life and choreographer and die director you you grew up in new york right so there's a lot of people yeah. here who are like trying to do the freelance life or just live it. And in New York, it's one of the toughest cities to do it. Do you have any advice for people who are thinking of going this way from their creative passions, especially in a city like New York? Sure. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people always say, like, you just got to do it, right? And, like, you just, like, <laughs> do the work, which I think is totally true. But I think um, – something else to kind of counter that kind of advice I would say is to know, know what you just want to do, like know the thing that you're really passionate about and know the thing that you won't sacrifice. Right. And then create the circumstances for yourself that allow that thing to happen. Right. And so if that means working X number of hours or taking this other job or living in a certain place so that you could then make this amazing project, you just have to think really wisely about kind of those types of give and takes. And that's what I think I've experienced a lot over the last like year and a half for me, because, you know, being from New York, I was able to live at home for a while out of school, which gave me a little bit of like a speed ramp. But then the minute I left um, home, I had to like dive into saying, Oh, okay, I need to trade off these things that are important to me and these things that are not. Um, and so the more you know about yourself, I think the better you're going to do. Um, and I think that that's something millennials on that millennial life are very good at. So it shouldn't be too hard. Dude, well, thank you so much. That's really awesome stuff. And thank you for sharing your experience of VidCon as well. Um, and I'm, I'm going to see you in a couple of months, right? I'm back in New York and we will catch up properly then. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And if people are interested, I just yes, uploaded yes, yes, a video yes. of me talking all about this on my YouTube channel, um, which you just search my name and it will come up. Um, or you can check me out on Instagram if you want to see some cool dance videos. And I like Anchor too, and I'm going to be posting more here. But thanks oh, for having me, and I'm excited to see you again in October. Yes, man. And yeah, your Instagram handle is bpal33, right? That's correct. Yes. Awesome. And then you can find everything from there. So thanks, Brandon. And uh, that's true. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. So I hope you guys enjoyed that segment with Brandon. Uh, Really interesting to see what VidCon Anaheim is like. And um, yeah, the whole um, Jake Paul, Logan Paul reality TV show, YouTube stuff. Really fascinating. See what's going to happen there. Um, sorry about the quality of the interview. It's not that great, and I I hope that's something Anchor improve in the future because it's such a great part of the app being able to reach out to all these people, especially over in the states. And well, only in the states right now because you can't do it in the UK. 
but just being able to talk to them and publish them here on Anchor. So yeah, once again, guys, hope you enjoyed this and looking forward to talking with you all tomorrow.